Hello world. Welcome to the Daring World podcast. With your host Frank Mondoze. This week I will be speaking to you about emotional hygiene or staying emotionally current. At the International School of Temple Arts, uh, we teach quite a few tools and techniques for better living. And one of the pillars of the training is how to work with different emotional states. So the first thing that is important to note is that in general, when people speak about emotions, they often speak about good emotions or bad emotions, good emotions uh, marked by joy, happiness, ecstasy, bliss, and uh, contentment. And bad emotions are all often known as anger, rage, frustration, despair, and so on. So I just want to make the first clarification is that there are no good or bad emotions. There are emotions that are known uh, to be lighter and then there are emotions that are known to be more dense. But the idea that there's good emotions and bad emotions is, is false. Basically, emotions at the, the primary uh, level are energy in motion. For our well-being, it's important that uh, we are conscious of our emotional state and that when we are feeling any type of dense emotion, that we take that as a reminder or a signal that it would be uh, in our best interest if we ran some energy or moved this energy in order for us to come back into a state of uh, ease. And so when we talk about emotions and emotions being basically energy in motion, we could look at emotions uh, as a way of staying current. So I like to look at this idea of uh, emotional currency. And I mean this in three different ways. The first thing is to say that we are emotionally current states that we are meeting the world from a place of present emotions versus holding or reacting from a place of reaction to a trigger or wound of our past. So we use emotional release tools as a way to move the stuck energy that we have repressed or suppressed throughout our life so that when we meet the stimuli and we are quick to react, oftentimes what's happening is that we are reacting to the subconscious memory of a past wound. And that's why sometimes our reactions to different stimuli feels a lot more intense uh, than an appropriate reaction for the current situation. So as long as we are not emotionally current, we're consistently have the chance of reacting to emotions that are historical uh, versus what is actually current. The second thing I've already said is emotions are energy in motion. It's a current. This is how energy moves through a, a wire. It means that there's a current. There's a movement that wants to happen. 
And finally, when we think of currency, can we say that there's an emotional currency? And when we, what I mean by emotional currency is that there is a value to being current. There is a value to moving stuck emotional energy. Because ultimately, any energy that is uh, stuck or any emotion that is stuck on uh, without having it uh, acknowledged, moved, ends up creating a, a stagnation. And when we stagnate, we also leak our life force energy, our power subconsciously to these uh, wounds. So if we take responsibility of our emotions, we take care of our emotional state, we then are able to reclaim great amounts of power, which was subconsciously being leaked to old stories. So when we claim the old story and we move the energy around the old story, now we have unleashed our mind or have the ability to harvest untapped uh, potential and or power. So how do we become aware of when we are in a reaction or a state where our emotions are in a dense state? I like to look at this map or tool, uh, we like to call it the EGS, the Emotional Guidance System. So as I said, emotions are not good or bad, but they are there to let us know of different states that are occurring inside our system. So they're a bit like warning lights on the dashboard of a car or rumble strips on the side of a road. So when we are driving down the road and we find ourselves dozing off or distracted and our car starts to veer off, usually there's rumble strips on the edge of the road. And when you hit these rumble strips, it makes a noise, da, 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 and it brings you to awareness so that you can bring yourself back to the center of the lane and be uh, safe and driving in the direction you're supposed to be going. And so the same thing works for the emotional guidance system. The emotional guidance system is when we can come to awareness that um, we are in a state of dense emotions, such as anger, rage, despair, uh, sadness, grief, or whatnot, these emotions are signals letting us know that there's something that is out of center, out of alignment, out of ease in our system. And so, instead of going into judgment about the experience or the emotional reaction, what we can do in the moment that we uh, can uh, get a level of awareness around it is that recognize that this is a signal that our body is asking us to do some level of emotional management or emotional release so that we can come back to our center and meet the situation and meet life from a very center grounded place in a state of ease versus a state of emotional chaos. And so the tools that ISTA has developed and shares are called the seven tools of emotional release. 
So I'll go through these quickly and you could try them out at home. The first tool of emotional release is what we call a hand scream. And basically what it looks like is putting one hand on top of the other and then covering your mouth with both those hands and either taking a deep breath or yelling into your hands which are clasped around your mouth and shaking your hips at the same time. So this action of blocking your mouth, screaming in your mouth and shaking your hips does two things. Number one, it uh, moves any energy. It's great for frustration because it's like you're taking your energy and directing it into the hands and you're shaking the pelvis and while you're shaking the pelvis that helps to move any stuck energy which is in your emotional body which is stored in the pelvis that's number one number two is a pillow scream the pillow scream is exactly like the hand scream but instead of using a your two hands you can take a pillow and scream into the pillow the third emotional release tool is what I like to call power stomping. Power stomping is the act of uh, as though you were running or jogging in place with a lot more energy and intensity. And so what's very important about all these tools is that we are using sound, breath and movement to move the energy. So the sound is often seen in the opening of the throat and allowing the yell or a cry to come out. The breath is always involved in all the motions that all, everything we're doing, we're taking breath and moving the breath with a sound at the end and we're moving our bodies in ways that can diffuse or release any tension. So this third tool, power stomping, is like running in place with the arms kicking up or punching up to the sky and the feet punching and kicking down to the ground. The fourth emotional release tool is similar to power stomping, but we could do this laying down. And basically it's called a tantrum. We know tantrum, we've seen children pull tantrums and it looks like, you know, lying down and having your feet and legs uh, kicking onto some soft ground. Here it's very important that your knees are bent and your feet hit the ground uh, flat and you're not hitting the ground with your heels. Same things with your hands. You're keeping your hands open so that when you are hitting the ground uh, that you're hitting them with open hands. It would be wise to say that before practicing any of these tools that you remove any and all jewelry, that's earrings, necklaces, so that you don't break them, number one, and number two, that you don't hurt yourself while doing it. Emotional release tool number five. That would be 
The pillow pounding. This is probably one of my favorites. Uh, often do it uh, when feeling anger, frustration, even rage. Basically, what you do is you get on your knees, you have a large pillow in front of you, and you, with straight arms and a straight back, come down onto the pillow and pound the pillow. This is uh, a technique that has to be done with some level of control to avoid hurting yourself. And how we like to say that is you start by sitting straight up and when you come down to pound the pillow, you are pounding with both your arms at the same time. So your point of impact is the forearm and the, and the, the fist and your back and forearms come down to the pillow together and then you come up together and then down again until you repeat this. Again, we marry this with breath and sound to keep the energy moving. The sixth emotional release technique is called pillow thrusting. And pillow thrusting is another amazing technique where we can put a pillow onto uh, a flat surface. Uh, usually a larger pillow like pillow pounding is useful. So you take this pillow and then you put your pelvis against this pillow facing downwards. So your face is facing the ground. The pillow is between your pelvis and the ground. And here you begin to thrust as though you were making love or having sex. So the idea is to get the emotional energy that's stuck in your hips and your pelvis to move through sound, breath and movement. And this thrusting action, this intense thrusting, repetitive thrusting action, which uh, serves to move any energy that is blocked. Also great for frustration and stuckness. The final emotional release tool is what we call grief ritual or wailing, or some of us call it why God. And it's a great for grief or, and sadness. And it's basically the practice of putting your arms out facing with palms facing upwards and leaning back and allowing your shoulders to go backwards and your chest come forward a bit and your uh, chin tilts upwards so it's basically you're looking up into the heavens with your chest out and your arms on each side with the palms up and you are allowing a sound to come through which often sounds like a wailing or a whimper or tears or grief and uh, why we call it why god is because it's often one of those emotional release tools that you do when you have come to the end or are just are out of comprehension and the only thing that really makes sense is to ask god why so it's like you're looking up at the heavens your chin is tilted upwards chest is out arms to each side and you're like why god why why is this happening or any other sound 
So that is the seven emotional release tools, techniques that we use at the International School of Temple Arts. We use this as a foundation to stay in responsibility of our emotions. So it's like, you know, most of the time when we're moving into the world, uh, things happen and we feel something and we often want to place the responsibility or the blame of the feelings that we're feeling on something outside of us or on someone. It's like, you made me feel this way. And so you're to blame. And although that kind of feels good, but it's often a piece of um, that keeps us stuck in a victim pattern. And on the other side of victim is the possible creator. And so by recognizing that nobody can make us feel anything, we just naturally feel things and they don't have to be right or wrong. They're just feelings. So the more we practice these tools, especially when we are uh, starting to be in an emotional reaction, the more we take responsibility for how we meet the world. Yes, the situation sucks. Yes, we're upset. But no, it doesn't have to be the way that dictates the way the, this plays out. And so if we take responsibility and we run this energy 100% until it's moved out of our system, we then can meet the situation or the person from a much more centered and balanced place which allows our communication skills to become enhanced because we're clear and it allows us to become more patient and more present to listen and to deal with whatever message is coming our way. I hope this podcast was helpful to you. It's a brief um, summary of emotional hygiene, staying emotionally current, using emotional release tools so that we can come back to ease and love quicker and uh, with less effort. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, check out more on the Daring World podcast on SoundCloud. If you want to follow my uh, adventures, you could hop over to thespiritualplayboy.com where you get my weekly adventures around the world. And if you want to find yourself in a training or retreat with me, check out frankmondose.com for a full list of my schedule. So on that note, just a reminder, let love free. Because it's the only way we'll ever change anything. Peace.